If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you. Empty out your wallets, Joe and Kamala and the socialist Democratic radicals. They want every single cent you got left. Um, well, it's the it's 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 a tipping point, pivotal moment for the country. That's for sure. And 2022 is is fast approaching and it's going to matter more than any other election in our lifetime. And I've said that many times in, in the course of hosting this program over 33 years. Why is why did what do you mean, Hannity? Republicans barely have a path now to stop this radicalism. They barely have it. They don't have to. 50 Republicans, if they stay united, that, that is not a given in any way, especially when you have Ben Sass, the jackass, and Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski as part of your coalition of the Republican Party. You, know, you, don't, you don't see Democrats break, break ranks often. Joe Manchin is trying somewhat, but he's you know not really succeeding. But Republicans, if they did stick together and any of these issues that the Democrats want to push that is a power grab that Joe didn't spend any time talking about last night in this meandering, dull, boring, ridiculously boring speech um, full of a socialist wish list. I mean, th- this speech was this. This is what I would expect from. Uh, President Ocasio-Cortez, the squad, he's adopted Bernie Sanders' agenda completely. And but that was what the Bernie Biden manifesto was all about. But I would not expect that anybody would would I, I, that I never thought in my lifetime we've had such we'd have such a radical list of of radical socialist ideas uh, in this country, because this is exactly what it is. You know, just take out a calculator you don't need an MIT degree and you're going to add up the numbers and you're going to find uh, six trillion dollars. And that's only just the start. Never mind the power grab behind it. H.R. one uh, on top of the Politicians Corruption Act. Then when you have uh, court packing and then D.C., Puerto Rico statehood, ending the legislative filibuster and everything in between. The most radical agenda ever. And we'll get into the specifics of this and what it means, but it does make 2022 that much more important. Republicans have a great opportunity to take back the House of Representatives, and the equation would dramatically shift just by that happening. The Republicans, now they're important Senate races where we've got to follow. You've got starting with Florida, starting with Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Hampshire. Then you've got Ohio. Then you've got Wisconsin, Ron Johnson will join us later in the program today. And then then you've got Arizona. You're not going to get a bigger bellwether for 2024 than now. But the but the choice is clear. You've got radical socialism, statism, authoritarianism, redistributionism, Marxism. I don't care what name you want to give it. They're all appropriate. They all work. They've all been tried before. 
This is a good point that Bill Maher had made. Millennials, you know, sure, they, it sounds great. Everything's going to be free. They act like this has never been tried before because it's never happened in their lifetime. The fact is it's been tried many times and it's never been successful. You know, I love how people think that well, we're not going to tax anybody that makes under $400,000 a year. Well, he screwed up that number again because that's per couple. He said individual. It's per couple. That's anybody that makes over $200,000 a year. How do you define rich? And then when they raise the capital gains tax, when they raise the corporate income tax uh, that they have to pay, corporations don't pay taxes or they, they work as hard as they possibly can to avoid them. And they do it by passing on the cost of the goods and services that they offer to the consumer. That would be you, we, the American people. You have a group of Democrats, Republicans coming to this brilliant idea on how to pay for this infrastructure. And everything is now infrastructure. Childcare is infrastructure. Free college is infrastructure. I, stupid me, I always thought it was roads and bridges and the likes and dams and things like that. No. Any, anything on the Green New Deal socialist wish list is infrastructure. So $6 trillion, nobody's paying a whole lot of attention. We do have to digress a second. It was, Linda, didn't they tell us to follow the science on the coronavirus? Right? Joe said, listen oh, to the yeah. great Dr. Fauci. Okay. But didn't they, they didn't had Joe say again last night, every American can now get vaccinated. You need to get a vaccination. Dr. Joe told us last night. That's what Joey said. That's what Joey said last night. I thought, okay, so I'm not, my ears were not deceiving me. Okay, so now, didn't Congress have access to this vaccine? Every member, when it first came out, and, and we're talking back December last year, they had access to the vaccine, right? Oh, yeah. And most of them got the vaccine, right? Well, you know, Joey forgot that. Then he remembered again. Okay. Well, and yeah, I saw that he wouldn't even give a tip of the hat to Operation Warp Speed and President Trump. All right. Now, if everybody there had access to the vaccine that they're pushing all of you to, to get, and by the way, I'm not anti-vaccine at all. Just the opposite. I believe in science. I believe in all these things. I'm just, I just refuse to be your doctor and tell you what you should do. I think you have to investigate, read, research, learn. And I would seek out as many medical opinions that you trust in your life. I don't know your unique health situation, but that's a decision between you and your doctor that should be private. And really, it's none of my business. So I don't ask people if they're vaccinated. And now that you have the choice. So if they all had the vaccine then why, did, why was everyone in a mask and why was everybody socially distanced like we'd never seen before? A chamber that can hold up to 1,600 people had 200 people in it. Now, I, I, did they not tell us that, that, that getting vaccinated would allow us to get back to normal and get to herd immunity, and et cetera? They told us that, right, Linda? I'm not making this up. Not at all. Right. Just like Dr. Fauci said in March of last year, oh, a mask isn't going to help you. Right. He said that maybe that's one right. droplet, but that's about it. Nobody should be wearing masks in America. And then that evolved into one mask and now two masks. And now, you know, you can't go indoors. You can't go outdoors without the. I mean, OK, so then why did everyone get the vaccine? If the, if the idea of the vaccine, they, they talk about its efficacy, correct, that it's it prevents people from getting COVID-19. Correct. That's correct. All right. Well, I just would like an explanation. I'm just asking simple questions here because I thought that was a little odd. Well, forget the NIH published that study in January, too, that they buried that said not to wear a mask. They don't do anything. 
Well, that, that was isn't the that point. Fauci's little group, the NIH? I would. That's the last I heard. Yeah, that's correct. The great Doctor Fauci. Okay, amazing. Um. Anyway, before we get to all of this and and the the insane policies, and we we've got a lot of ground to cover in the course of the program today. It is amazing to me the reaction of Senator Tim Scott. And uh, we've known, and everybody that listens to this program knows he's a friend of this program. He comes on regularly. He'll be on Hannity tonight. And, you know, when he said, and I'll play this for you, America is not a racist country. And when he used the line, grandfather went from cotton to college in a generation. Listen to what he said. From colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. We are all in this together and we get to live in the greatest country on earth. The country where my grandfather in his 94 years saw his family go from cotton to Congress in one lifetime. Now, you notice he said it's not a racist country. He's not denying the evils of slavery. He is talking about where the country, the beauty of our founders and framers that I've said so many times is the fact that they designed a system where we can right wrongs and correct injustices, and we have a history of doing so, and 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 he understands. He say he's not saying there aren't racists in this country. There are ignorant racist people that no intelligent person wants anything to do with, ever, because it's repugnant. It's evil, frankly, if you want my opinion. And he. It's just fascinating, and what he was saying with that is that is the the imperfect as hum, the human experience is, is that we've been able to right wrongs and correct injustices because of the system that we have, and that that she's talking about the system that allows for the 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 growth, the progress, the change. Now, do we have far to go? Sure, I agree with that. Have we come far? Yeah, we have. But we have further to go. He's not denying that either. Listen to what he says about how he has been called the N-word by progressives and liberals this moment. Nowhere do we need common ground more desperately than in our discussions of race. I have experienced the pain of discrimination. I know what it feels like to be pulled over for no reason, to be followed around a store while I'm shopping. I remember... Every morning at the kitchen table, my grandfather would open the newspaper and read it, I thought. But later I realized he had never learned to read it. He just wanted to set the right example. I've also experienced a different kind of intolerance. I get called Uncle Tom and the N-word by progressives, by liberals. Just last week, a national newspaper suggested my family's poverty was actually privilege because a relative owned land generations before my time. The reaction of liberals to this is fascinating. We're going to actually have a long debate about a lot of this in the next hour with Pastor Scott and Kareem Lanier and Leo 2.0. Now listen to what he said. Now, then you go over to MSDNC. This is NBC News. Listen to Joy Reid. 
This was standard Republican pabulum. This could have been delivered by Tom Cotton or Mike Lee. America's not a racist country. There's no racism here. It's, it, I'm not sure what the purpose of this was. I, his audience to me appeared to be conservative uh, white Republicans who were angry over certain things of cancel culture and the same sort of cultural nods that we hear on Fox News. And he was out here to throw them a lifeline. It was disappointing. I, I he am, never I said, am, hang on, he never said that there's no racism. That's not what he said. Now, this is the same Joy Reid that called Clarence Thomas Uncle Clarence, the same Joy Reid that called Tim Scott a token. Listen to this. If somehow they manage to stumble into the Supreme Court, do any of you guys trust Uncle Clarence and Amy Coney Barrett and those guys to actually follow the letter of the law? No. Where your appointment is seen by some as a measure of progress. Others have called you a <clears throat> mere token, elevated only to show the, that the GOP has gotten the diversity memo it missed this past election. But I do hope that as a senator, you'll prove those who call you a token wrong. You gotta love the uh, Tim Scott standing there to provide the patina of diversity over that uh, round of words, that uh, basket full of words. That's NBC News. NBC News is allowing that. In this day and age of cancel culture, wokeness, sensitivity. Wow. I wonder how Savannah Guthrie, Lester Holt feels about their big news brand. You know, inquiring minds want to know. It's pretty sick. Pretty repugnant. Repulsive, actually. Anyway, you've heard me talk about my love of all things my pillow. You know what? These products work. They'll arrive at your house. You'll fall asleep faster. You'll stay asleep longer. They work for me, and I'm a known insomniac. And Mike Lindell's done it again. It took him two years to develop these brand new my slippers. They're not an ordinary slipper in any way. Made with three tier cushioning, it's a system he designed, two layers of my pillow foam, a layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue. It offers all day comfort. You can wear it. Indoors and outdoors, it's made from high-quality leather, extremely durable. Today, you get 40% off when you go to MyPillow.com and click on the Sean Hannity Square. And, or you can just call 800-919-6090. But every product, starting with their premium MyPillow, the MyPillow mattress topper, their Giza Dream Sheets, anyway, they'll arrive at your house, and all that sleep you need, you want, you crave, you desire, and deserve will be yours. All things better sleep. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square to save money.